You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. What's going on, folks? This is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. Today's episode features a conversation between TNF senior MarTech Phil Stewart and our content and community specialist Chris Creed, focusing around knowing your numbers. As always, if you've got a topic you want to hear more about or get further insight on, email us at podcast at trafficandfunnels.com. All right, let's get to the show. So what does know your numbers mean? Let's get right into it. Know, know your numbers means we have to be students of our funnels, of our websites. Something, uh, something I've been taught recently and something I've always been taught in my studies is we can't stop learning. Whether you're in school or you're not in school, we have to keep studying. Um, part of being in my job, I have to keep studying, keep educating myself, keep funnel hacking. So I also have to study what we're doing so that we don't, one, don't make the same mistakes twice as we can try. Um, and we can always make it better. The numbers help us do that. And know your numbers means you can recite these numbers at any time. So numbers are not intimidating. Some of us don't like math. I love math. I'm one of the very few of the, the group who actually loves the math, but I let, I let tools do the math for me, but I like looking at the numbers. Numbers tell me a lot, but that comes with time. So they're not intimidating. And numbers give us an unemotional response to our marketing and help steer us to what's next without any bias or agenda. So take the emotion out of the equation. I'm a marketer. I'm an emotional type. I'm one of the most emotional people on our team. But numbers help take the emotion out of the equation. They, tell me, they help tell me what's coming next. All right, so let's get into who I am. My name is Phil Stewart. I'm the senior marketing technologist. We'll go over what marketing technologist here is here in a second. I've been in the marketing game for about 10 plus years, straight out of college, right into marketing. I worked for a tractor dealership for several years, but I've been specifically focused on funnels and numbers for just over a year. So I've been doing this for a while. Some call me the doctor, some, Mr. Chris Evans, like to coin that one on me one day after going through some funnels. So what is a MarTech? Let's define that just quickly. Marketing technologist, somebody else's definition. Marketing technologist is a technically skilled person who designs and operates technology solutions in the service of marketing. This isn't just embedding IT services, blah, blah, blah. Good marketing technologists strive to understand the context of the technology. So it's a very long way of saying, let's simplify it. I build and connect different pieces of marketing technology. And so that we can run effective campaigns and we can pass customer and data information to my marketing team, to my sales team, to my operations, to my client success. So I can pass the information all around, make sure that we're still going. My job is to be agile, proficient, accountable, and curious. That's the, what I was talking about earlier. I have to be curious. I wanna learn more. I have to know more. So that little backstory on the numbers. How did I get started studying numbers? Every morning I log in. I'd open ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is our funnel building software of choice. I'd either screenshot the stats or write them down in my notebook. We love our notebooks. I'd report them verbally in our meetings daily. Actually, in my more, in our daily standups, my media buyers would rattle off their CPAs, their spends, their CPCs, their CPMs, and trends based on their goals every morning. So as a MarTech, I had to do the same for funnels. And I have to do it for every offer. We had about five to six offers at the time when I started. So this way is not very proficient. Just screenshotting and writing down a notebook doesn't make me accountable to the entire team, right? 
the, the entire team's not going to look at click funnels every day. They're not going to have us all the funnel numbers written down. They're going to have their numbers written down in the context of the total picture. So let's go over a couple, three terms. I want to go over CVR. I'm going to say CVR. It's our conversion rate. What is your ultimate goal of the funnel? And how many people are converting that? So we take the total conversions divided by how many people or how many unique page views we've had on the first page of the funnel. That's conversion rate. Page views, unique. So programs like ClickFunnels, CF, I abbreviated there. Um, ClickFunnels and Google Analytics show us page views and unique page views. Page views. We use unique ones. We want to get as unique as possible, depending on how many devices people are coming on. Now, there's a lot of, we can go into the terminology of unique page views another day. AOV, that's another number. We're not going to track, go over as much AOV today. But this is, out of everyone who's purchased, what's the average order value coming through? So as a MarTech, these are the three numbers I was tasked to know every day when I came in for every offer we had. Why is it important to track the numbers? Mr. Dane Mormon, our head of marketing, once quoted, it's better to lose and know why than win and have no idea. If you have a campaign that, that's successful, but you have no tracking, you don't know your numbers, how can you make the next campaign successful? How do you know what you did that time is going to work again? So actually I was talking to a customer the other day. They, they're winning, but they've got delayed attribution. They don't know that they know some of their numbers, but they don't know all of them. Not knowing all your numbers kind of hurts you, even when you're winning. Tracking numbers, again, takes emotion out of the equation. We want to make this as we want to make data-driven decisions and we can make them over time if we know the numbers. Plus, looking at the data lets us see trends. When somebody asks me to see the numbers, I don't just tell them what happened yesterday in the funnel. I tell them what happened yesterday, what's happened seven days ago, so it's seven days total, and what's happened over 30 days. What this does is allows us to take weekends out of the equation, we take holidays out of the equation, we take fluctuations in ad cost from Facebook, from YouTube, from Google, TikTok. We take all of those things out of the equation, quality of traffic. And once we have data that's tracked, we can then get an idea of our standard numbers. So if we know, hey, we have this, my opt-in rate should be between, a good opt-in rate for us should be between 25 and 40%. If I've got an offer I'm hitting with an email, I should convert at probably 2x what I would convert to cold traffic. I know this because I've tracked numbers and I've made notes on my numbers too. So I know which days run which traffic. Okay, let's say, Mr. Chris Creed, you have an offer. How yes. to take one cold plunge a day can increase your brain activity by 10%. That's right, it's the that's truth. Pretty, that's a pretty sexy offer, actually. It is. It's a great little hook. <laughs> um, so... The emotional response as somebody who would like to stay fit, sure. And somebody who likes to use my brain most days. Um, yeah, I would love to increase my brain activity by 10%. I might buy that course or whatever lead magnet he has, sure. But what's the data telling me? Has he run this offer to a list before? Would they buy it? What's the 30 day period on this offer? Are they going to actually do it? And then if, if he has run it, can we then use what he has run to project what numbers will come next. So if he has a similar offer, say he his email list, yeah, the, his email opens are gonna be 25%. He's gonna convert, his page will convert about 10%. 
based on his list size, his open rate, and his page conversions, I can then project out what that might do within a variation, right? If it's currently running, what's the data telling us to do now? Should he be testing something to make it better? What's that going to look like? That's just one example. So for most freelancers, you're probably a photographer, a designer, copywriters, you name it, you want to sell your time. That's what you're really selling. So your objective, probably book appointments. Most photographers that I know, designers, copywriters, they just want to get on the phone with somebody. They want somebody to come in. So what, what would their funnel look like? Might look something like this, an opt-in to an email list. So if you're a photographer, join my email list so you know what events are coming up or what bookings I have available, where I'm going to be if you're traveling around, if you're a copywriter, join my list and I send weekly tips on how to up your conversion rate on emails by 10%, something like that. So you have an email list or a lead gen magnet or a lead magnet. So I wanna give you my five tips to increasing your show rate on appointments. Cool, I would download it. So you've joined an email list that takes them opt-in page to a calendar booking page. So book a time with me in the next three days, four days, and then a thank you page. So that, that's just a simple layout of how a funnel might look. So let's go through some numbers on it. Say we have 100 people, 100 page views actually on the top page. 40 people opt in. So 40 people see the calendar. That's a 40% opt-in rate. Great. That's a wonderful opt-in rate. 10% people actually book appointments. So our actual conversion rate of the funnel is 10%. So here's the deal. I'm going to actually give you an example tracking sheet. I made one up just for this course. You might be saying to yourself, Self, how on earth am I going to get access to this spreadsheet? Glad you asked. If you guys go to trafficandfunnels.com slash numbers, you can grab a copy of the sample tracking sheet that Phil is talking about here. Also, you can check the show notes where you can find links of all sorts. All right, back to it. All right, you ready? In this sheet, I've got three tabs. First one is application funnel, just like we talked about. So a simple opt-in page to a booking to thank you. Actually, my application is this VSL funnel, exactly, because it's an opt-in page to VSL to apps. We do a VSL plus app on the page to confirmation. So this top line here is exactly the numbers we walk through. Let me make this bigger because this might be a little small on the screen. So say 100 people view the page, 40 people opt in. It's a simple conversion. It's simple math. 40 divided by 100 is 40%. I love simple math. So Google Sheets is how I track. That's as simple as it is. The one I actually set up for a couple of ours on the next page, it auto fills in some data for us so we can copy and paste it into our Slack threads. Every day I can look at it. That means all my team members now have access to my funnel sheet, which is wonderful. So I'm accountable to them. They can look at the numbers and they can know the numbers better. So if they see the numbers and I haven't called it out, like, hey, Phil, that opt-in rate looks really low during this seven-day window. Why? Well, we can go back, look at the ad data, look at the quality of traffic data, or was there a tech issue? Did my form not submit? I had the issue last week. So 40 opt-ins should mean I have 40 VSL page views. Out of those 40, 10% verted app, that's a 25% VSL view to app conversion but that's a total CVR of the funnel at 10%. So total number of apps divided by total number of pages used. And in this sheet, I literally have a random generator here so we can see some random numbers. So this funnel, scroll all the way to the bottom, I'm gonna look at total data. So I'm summing up the entire field and then running those same conversion numbers through. 
over time, over the course of a month, a mythical month as you would, this funnel converts at 8.7%. I would say that's a good number, Creed, wouldn't you? Heck yeah, dude. That's 8%? I mean, yeah. gosh darn. Yeah. With an opt-in rate of 24.5, that could use some work. Of but, course. But that's still a really good number to see. Yeah. I feel like the beauty of this, dude, is, you know, I've heard uh, people say before that simple, fa- simple scales and complex fails. Hmm. So, like, we are, the reason we want to keep this simple is because we're, we're using this, this simple tracking system to run complex, I mean, the entire, you know, the marketing system. Yeah. So it's e- it makes it easy to see what's working and what's not.